Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, I'm Meg Teets and this is Sorta Awesome. Hello and welcome back awesomes. You are listening to the show that is all about helping you be smart, strong, and social. We are in your earbuds every single week with all the awesome that you need to know. And you can find us on Instagram at Sorta Awesome Show or over on Facebook in our Sorta Awesome Hangout group. Well, you guys, I'm joined today by my dear friend, my longtime co-host, Rebecca Hoffer from SimplyRebecca.com. Hello, Rebecca. Hi, Meg. I'm excited to be here. I'm so glad you're here. In fact, before we get to today's show, I really need to publicly give you a big thank you, a big thank you to you and to our producer, Sarah, because over the summer... As you know, you two put together something that we as a team have been wanting to share with the awesomes for months and months. It feels like years, maybe. Yes, I was curious. I didn't know where you were going with this, but this is huge. And I'm so excited we have this done. What is it? Drum roll. Okay. So really, we have finally, finally, and truly it is because Rebecca and Sarah really teamed up to get this done. We finally have a sort of awesome storefront on Amazon. So you all know for years, we have sent you straight to Amazon's homepage to do your shopping. That is our affiliate that we send you to when you go to sort of awesome show.com slash Amazon. When you do that, when you type that into your browser, it takes you right to Amazon's front page. You just shop as normal and we get a few pennies from the things that you buy there. But the storefront is totally different, right? Yes. I mean, the affiliate works the same way, but this yes, is more true. of a gift to the awesomes that I'm It really is. With. Because one thing that we have done that is so much fun for us, but we also really intentionally do it for you guys is try to give our very best recommendations. And we have years and years and years of recommendations from our awesomes of the week to our gift guides and everything in between. And so it was one of those things where it was so hard if you were like, you know what, that one time back in, I think it was 2016 or 2017, maybe it was Laura's Awesome of the Week, or maybe it was Rebecca's, I can't remember, but it was a thing. Like, it was so hard to catalog and find those awesomes that we had mentioned, especially the ones on Amazon. 
But when Amazon rolled out their storefront feature, we were like, oh, this could be it. Like yes. we could finally have an organized way to send people to be like, oh, you're thinking of this and send them over there. So yeah, Rebecca, you got to work on this on the back end. And I say got to <laughs> like it was a privilege. It was. You- <laughs> I loved doing it. Well, you guys did such a great job. Share any thoughts that you have that you want the awesomes to know about our storefront on Amazon. Well, sure. So of course, the link is going to be in the show notes. But if you go to Amazon, Amazon.com slash shop slash sort awesome. There you will find different categories of products that we recommend. And I had so much fun creating these different categories. And I try to organize them in all the ways that you could possibly want. So there's a category, just our awesomes of the week that are available on Amazon for every single year. So you can look back through the history. They are also organized by co-host. So if you know, oh, shoot, Meg mentioned this maxi dress. Where do I find it? You can click on Meg's Awesomes of the Week and all of them throughout all the years will be there. Also, if you want to just get recommendations for like awesome tech stuff, you remember there was some tech item that somebody mentioned and you can't remember if it was an Awesome of the Week or not. You can go to Awesome Tech and you can find all the things that we've mentioned there, Awesomes of the Week, plus other things. So this is going to be something that we continue to add to throughout the next coming weeks and months and years of just awesome recommendations. Anything that's listed as an awesome of the week category of some kind, whether it's year or co-host, those are strictly things that were awesomes of the week. But then the other categories that we have for fashion, kids, beauty, those might be products that were just mentioned in the show that weren't even awesomes of the week, but are still quality items that we recommend. Totally. Yes. and. This is so timely that we're going to mention this right now, because I know that there are people, and many of them are awesomes, who actually right now, it's September, they're like, you know what, I'm going to start knocking out my Christmas shopping list. Now, that's not me, but I know those people exist. And so if you want to refresh everything that we talked about on last year's gift guide, which was packed with all kinds of goodness for everyone on your list, the awesome gift guide from 2018 is in our storefront. So yeah, there's just so much there. I'm so excited about it. When Rebecca and Sarah told us that it was live and I started looking through it, I literally like had tears in my eyes. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. I'm so happy. So we have said like a lot of words on this and you're probably like, okay, guys, get to the episode. But truly, this is worth mentioning. And it's not just worth mentioning, it's worth going to and browsing through. I think you guys are going to have so much fun. Long-time listeners are going to have so much fun being like, oh, yes, I remember that classic awesome of the week. I think you guys are just really going to love it. Yes, so much fun. So like Rebecca said, you can find it when you just go to amazon.com slash shop slash sort of awesome. And of course, we will have that link in the show notes for you as well. Cheers, awesomes. We all know that there is nothing more awesome than celebrating with a glass of champagne, but that's not so easy when you're celebrating outdoors because as you know, a champagne flute is normally a very small pour, like about six ounces because champagne warms up fast and loses carbonation. It's such a bummer. So that's why you're totally going to be into the awesome of Brewmate. Brewmate's founder, Dylan, made it his mission to shake up the beverage industry for the better. Brewmate's stylish insulated drinkware is designed to keep your favorite beverages ice cold 
all day long. Whatever your tastes in beer, wine, or spirits, Brewmate makes sure every sip is the perfect temp. Yep, they even have champagne flutes. It's the largest insulated champagne flute in the world. It fits 12 ounces of your favorite bubbly. It also features a drink-through flip-top lid that holds in the carbonation and keeps your bubbly ice cold and carbonated up to five times longer than anything else on the market. And it's made from durable stainless steel, so you can take it along to any celebration, indoors or outdoors. And there are so many great colors to choose from, you honestly can't go wrong. So awesomes, don't settle for warm alcohol for celebrations big or small. Chill out with your favorite drinks all day long with Brewmate. Visit brewmate.com and add code awesome to get 15% off of your first order. That's 15% off your first order when you go to brumate.com and add code awesome. That's brewmate.com, add code awesome. All right. So this is episode 213. As you know, Rebecca's here. We are going to be talking about something that, I mean, honestly, it's a little not awesome part of life, but it is a fact of life. And that is sickness season. Here we are at the beginning of the school year. If you have children in your life at all, whether they are your children or you're around children ever, or even if you just like go to the grocery store like a normal human being here in sickness season, and we're right at the cusp of it. We wanted to just sit down and talk with each other and share with you guys everything that we do to survive sickness season in an awesome way. So we have compiled a whole bunch of ideas, tips, tricks, hacks, all the things we're going to throw at you in just a little bit. We're going to get to that. But first, Rebecca, let's go ahead and start this show the way we always do. (laughs) (laughs) Rebecca is covering her face already. She's prepared me that her awesome of the week this week is... I don't know what to even say. I told Maybe you it was dumb. It's gonna... <laughs> She's prepared me that her awesome of the week is dumb. I mean, sometimes awesome of the week are dumb, but they're still awesome. So just as a reminder, awesome of the week is the moment in the show where we stop and talk about the books, TV shows, movies, podcasts, products, whatever is making life a little bit more awesome this week, whether it's really incredibly amazing or if it's dumb. I don't know, Rebecca. Let's hear it. <laughs> okay, so I, I told Meg that I had something that I'm really obsessed with right now, but it is just so dumb. And she reminded me, like she always does, if you have really good energy about it and you're going to be excited to talk about it, then we want to hear about it. So I'm just curious, Meg, do you have any yeah. guesses as to what could possibly have gotten me so obsessed that I'm like a little embarrassed about? I have no idea what you're about to say. And that's the honest truth. (laughs) I'm so nervous. Like, I don't even know how to wrap this up. Like, I need to, like, keep an eye on the clock so I don't talk for I could do, like, a whole show about this obsession that I have. Okay. So I have become obsessed. Okay. With One Direction. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't prepared for that to be it. It's pretty on brand for me, I think. (laughs) It's totally on brand. I'm like not surprised at all, but I was not prepared that this was the actual direction. Yeah, I warned you. I, I mean, think I warned you that I was obsessed with something dumb and something old and outdated and that I feel like Kelly, you know, yes. Kelly's always like, have you guys heard of this show that's been off the air for 10 years? Yeah. Parks and Rec. It's so great. So that's me. Okay. I would say that I guess okay. specifically mm-hmm. like Harry Styles as the big source of my obsession Mm -hmm. and he might be like the official awesome of the week so (laughs) the way that this started is I would say maybe about a week or so ago I was watching some x-factor auditions on youtube 
And I just feel all the feels with audition footage. Like it just makes me get all tingly. It makes me cry. And there was this audition where Simon Cowell stopped two different solo artists and ended up putting them together and said, I want you two to work together and come back and try your audition again. And I thought it was so fascinating. I was like, wait a second, isn't that how One Direction started? I'm curious, what is the origin story of One Direction? Well, guys, let me tell you, I have not been able to stop watching YouTube videos dedicated to One Direction ever since then. I mean, I fell down a whole obsession that I cannot find my way out of. I have talked to my girlfriends about this. I have talked to my husband about this. I cannot stop. So here's the thing, like One Direction is like so old. I mean, at this point in the game, so old that they've already broken up. I was going to say, I'm not (laughs) really hip on all of the dynamics there, but I feel like they're not a band anymore. So yeah, because they started in 2010. And that was right when I was, you know, I was a first time mom. Grace was born late 2009. They really got ramped up in 2012. And that's when my son Noah was born. So I think my mind was just so in a different place. I just had no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But here is a extremely brief history of One Direction for anybody who, like me, it was like, okay, so I've heard the songs. I know they're a thing. I don't really know. Like, what's so special about this group? Sure. So they were on the X Factor in the UK in 2010. They all auditioned as solo artists. They were cut. They did not make it. But then Simon Cowell was like, actually, we're going to put the five of you together as a group. They went on to become One Direction. They came in third place, did not even win the competition. But Mm -hmm. Simon Cowell saw like major potential in them and signed them to his recording label. They later released You Don't Know You're Beautiful, which was their very first single that just took the world by storm. And they ended up becoming the biggest boy band in the world. Then in March of 2015, Zayn left the group, one of the five members. The other four stayed together. They released another album. But then in January of 2016, they went on a hiatus, promising to someday come back. Although the One Directioners, the Directioners are still waiting for that time. Still waiting. And since then, everyone has released solo albums. Okay, so official awesome of the week would probably be Harry Styles' solo album self-titled Harry Styles it is so different though from One Direction music although Mm -hmm. you could classify it still as pop you could also say it's like soft rock with some folk in it okay one of my favorite songs would be Sign of the Times it is just beautiful so the song actually is about a woman who has just given birth and is told that she's not going to make it and she's going to pass away and this is her talking to her child that was just born and kind of like a final farewell and encouragement to the child. Oh, it's just beautiful. I also really love the song Carolina, which supposedly is written about Taylor Swift. Harry and Taylor used to date and they have lots of songs that kind of go back and forth about each other. Sweet Creature is another beautiful song that's a love song. Okay, like I'm done. We'll have links in the show notes. Like I don't even have, guys, I can't help it. I just really am obsessed. You have got that fever. Like you're like. (laughs) I do. He just seems like such a nice guy. I mean, if anyone's a worthy object of obsession, I think Harry Styles is like at the top of that list for sure. 
how does Mr. Hoffer feel about your (laughs) session? (laughs) Okay, so the thing is, when I was watching the videos about Harry being like so nice to people and him like kind of yeah. entertaining the crowd, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so much like my husband. Oh, Nate yes. is just so charismatic and so yes, well liked is. by everybody and has the ability to be in a conversation with anyone and have that person feel listened to and appreciated. And I was like, man. Like, if only the world was filled with Nate Hoffers and Harry Styles, like, they are just true gifts. And so I think like the fact that I see a lot of parallels is coming across as less threatening than (laughs) I get it. I get it. I see what you're saying, too. You guys, you may remember Nate has been on Sort of Awesome in 2016. He was in episode 59, Nate Hoffer crushing misconceptions about homelessness, a little bit different from boy band discussion, but... (laughs) Nate is very charming and very charismatic. So I could totally see the parallel there. So my husband was at the gym and he texted me a photo and said, see anyone you recognize? And I'm looking at this picture of the backs of these people on treadmills. And I was like zooming in, looking around. I was like, who does he think that I know that's in the room? And I was about to give up and be like, who is it? When I noticed the TV. Harry Styles' music video was on the TV, and he took the picture and sent it to me. Oh, he's such a good, supportive husband. He's supporting you in your obsession. He loves me so much. <laughs> I want to point out how at the beginning of this, you were talking about One Direction very formally, then it was the Directioners, and then finally you had moved into just saying 1D. <laughs> so clearly, yes. Well, and that the is best the evolution. part about this obsession is that, like, the bulk of the story is finished. I feel like I have been able to binge a whole season <laughs> and not have to wait for, like, the latest episode to come out. You know, like, it's all the drama Sorry, has happened. Over. I've caught up yes. in a week and a half what people were living for years. <laughs> that is amazing, and I love it. Okay. Now, listen, you were nervous about this. This is made probably one of my favorite awesome movies from you ever. <laughs> so I'm so glad you said it on this show. I'm ridiculous. This is I'm brilliant. ridiculous. But... So brilliant. I cannot wait to see the show notes that you drop for this whole segment as well. Who knows? Maybe I'll find myself joining you. You know, if it goes on the same track, because you introduce so many awesome things to me, but I'm always skeptical at first. It takes me like a few years and I'm like, you know what? Rebecca was right. Well, hey, you put on Drag Me Down by One Direction, and I guarantee you're going to be feeling some feels at the end of that song. Okay. All right. Well, you guys, my awesome of the week this week is such a let down after all of this. You know, there's a big portion of the audience that probably has already skipped ahead just to hear what you have to say because they're like, Rebecca, I am so over you. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, it's very timely that this is my awesome of the week. I'm just going to tell you really quickly my latest Holy Grail Curly Girl product that I am loving. I'm obsessed with it. Not in a One Direction level of obsession, but I have to have it in my life. I have finally found the gel that works so great for me. And bonus points, it works for my daughter, Daisy, too. So Daisy has naturally pretty straight hair. Like she could totally wear it straight if she wanted to, but it has a little wave to it. Yeah. So she's been wanting to try to play up her waves as much as possible. I have this hair that's very similar to yours that is wavy to curly. Right. And been trying to really wear it curly a lot. So this is my Holy Grail gel. I've tried so many, spent so much money, but it's the Shea Moisture 
coconut and hibiscus curling gel souffle. Oh, souffle. <laughs> yes. Delicious. It is meant for, yeah, don't eat it. It does sound so <laughs> yummy. But it's made for thick curly hair. And for some reason, even though Daisy and I have different hair in terms of curl patterns, it's totally different. Our hair texture is really similar and it's really working for both of us. And I can put it on. So I've been doing my whole wash day routine actually at night, washing my hair, putting on all my product and then wrapping it up in a microfiber towel and just kind of going to bed with it wet, which has been really great, too. But I'm down to washing my hair just twice a week, putting this on and I don't have to do any curl refresh. It literally the curl just stays in. You and I have talked about how the curl refresh is like this elusive. How do you keep your curls looking good after wash day? For me, this particular gel has been the solution and I'm so excited about it. So, okay, well, I'll put a link in the show notes for that. As you guys know, we talk about your awesome of the week every week on social media. So you can find us over on Instagram where we talk about this every Friday morning at Sorta Awesome Show. Or if you have not joined us yet, please do come over to the Hangout group on Facebook and find us where we talk about awesome of the week on Friday and all kinds of awesome things throughout the week. And we are over there at facebook.com slash groups slash sort of awesome hangout. Okay, friends, our kids are getting all settled back into school, and it's so important that they have the tools to make this the best school year yet. That's why we're giving our daughter, AJ, the Mathnasium Advantage, and I highly recommend this for your kids as well. Mathnasium makes learning about math fun, and most importantly, it helps kids build confidence and critical thinking so that they can thrive in the classroom and in everything they do. Several years ago, AJ had a bad experience in math where she made what she thought was a bad grade on her report card, and it really shook her confidence in her ability when it came to math. She is loving and so are we that Mathnasium is helping her rebuild her confidence in her math skills. And of course they are because Mathnasium is the authority on math education for grades two through 12. They use customized learning plans and their expert teachers teach each child face-to-face, -face, explaining math in a way that makes sense to them, whether they're advanced or need to catch up and they can even get help with their homework. Mathnasium has over 1,000 franchise locations worldwide, so chances are there's one in your neighborhood and it's easy to fit into your busy schedule, no appointment needed. So let's start the school year off right. Schedule an assessment with Mathnasium today. It's risk-free. We have a special URL and a phone number just for you awesomes. Go to mathnasium.com awesome today or call 855-401-MATH. That's mathnasium.com awesome or call 855-401-MATH. Here's to the best school year yet. Hey, awesome. We need to talk about your bra. Yep. The one you're wearing right now. I have a few questions for you. First of all, how does it fit? When did you buy that one? Can you even remember when it was? Do you absolutely love it? The reason I'm asking you some pretty personal questions is because we all know that buying a new bra is a pretty personal experience. That's why I'm absolutely in love with Third Love. With Third Love, you find your fit with Third Love's online fit finder. You can order it and try it on at home. No more of those awkward fitting room experiences. You know the ones I'm talking about. I absolutely love that their Fit Finder quiz only takes about 60 seconds to take and over 14 million women have taken the quiz so far. And with Third Love, you get that perfect fit promise. Every customer has 60 days to wear it, wash it, and put it to the test. And if you don't love it, return it. Third Love will wash it and donate it to a woman in need. Third Love offers more than 80 sizes, 80, 80 sizes, you guys, including their signature half cup sizes. And these are absolutely the most comfortable bra I have ever 
worn. I love that the straps don't slip and they have those tagless labels so much more comfortable. Now, Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everybody. So right now they're offering you the awesomes 15% off of your first order. Go to thirdlove.com awesome right now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off of your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com awesome for 15% off today. Right. Like I said, at the top of the show, we are starting a brand new school year. You get all these kids back together in the classroom and they start spreading their germs. And it's like this contagion effect that spreads throughout the community. Yep. <laughs> and of course, you know, it really is getting ready to be cold season. And before you know, it'll be flu season. And then we're going to talk also about stomach bugs, which go around year round. There is no season for those. They just come into your life and ruin your life for a few days or a week and then go on to the next victim. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about that today. But before we start, you know, just a reminder, Rebecca and I are not professionals. Oh, what? Are you suggesting that they don't take our word here as pure medical advice that they should subscribe to 100%? <laughs> yes. That's my suggestion. Now, if you want to take us as experts on pop culture phenomenons from a few years ago, then oh my yes. word. <laughs> Hit me up in the DMs. But <laughs> we are definitely not doctors. We're not nurses. We are literally just your friends who are sitting down to talk to each other and share with you guys how to survive sickness season. For all of our suggestions that we're going to talk about that work for us and for our families, you should check with your own healthcare providers and do your own research about what's going to work best for you. So disclaimer out of the way please nobody sue us yeah, most definitely <laughs> and i will say especially to any breastfeeding mothers that there are some things that you do have to just be like super careful about and so yes totally yeah if you're pregnant if you're breastfeeding if you have infants in your home you definitely want to for sure check with a healthcare provider so you can make sure that you're making the best decisions so okay like i said we want to talk about both the respiratory viruses, bugs that go around. A few weeks ago when Kyle was on the show, he was recovering from a man cold brought home by one of our children, went through the whole family, except for Nico and I. We did oh, not get it. Lucky ones. Yes. I actually think it wasn't luck. Now, Kyle is super skeptical about this, but I was like, you know who's the only person in this house who takes her vitamins and her supplements <laughs> on a daily basis? It's me. And Nico gets my immunity through breast milk. And so he and I, nothing. Everybody else down with a cold for a few days. And he was like, uh, I don't know. I need to see some research on that. And I'm like, well, I know it's anecdotal, but it's true. So we are we're going to talk about some preventative things when it comes to respiratory bugs and also preventative things for digestive. So Let's just start with respiratory stuff, because that really is, we're really getting ready to get into that season, into the thick of it, yes, don't you think? Yes, most definitely. And I know that you're really going to take the reins here on this conversation. You have many more years of mothering in your life than I do. And I really think that when it comes to taking care of yourself when you're sick and taking care of others, you just need like the years of experience <laughs> to really learn, <laughs> to learn. So I am well, excited to, to learn from you what has been working yeah. for you. I mean, not only parenting, because definitely when you're in the trenches of parenting, you learn, you pick it up through your friends, through the internet, through your doctor, whatever, through the years, but also going back before we started a family, I was a teacher. And so the start of the school year, even for high school kids, I was always picking up bugs and viruses at the start of the school year. You just get all of those people back in the building together and 
yeah, it's going to happen for well, sure. So what is your go-to preventative? Okay. So for respiratory stuff, I am a huge, huge, huge believer in elderberries for taking on a regular basis, whether it's elderberry syrup. Some people like, to, I like to make an elderberry syrup, and we're going to talk about that in just a second. I like the taste of it. It tastes like boysenberry syrup that you put on your pancakes, I think. Not everybody likes that. Mm, Some people don't like the texture or the taste or whatever. So there's also elderberry gummies that you can get. But especially when you start getting into, you know, severe respiratory viruses and even on into flu season, I really genuinely do believe that elderberries have a really powerful impact on our immune system. And I think you've used this at some in your family too. Yes, most definitely. And it really does help boost the immune system. I think it helps keep sicknesses away. And then when you do get sick, supposedly, it's supposed to help you get over it faster. You know, that's what we all want, essentially. The only thing is that elderberries, so that what you're basically making is like either a syrup or gummies or you're purchasing it and it's from these elderberries that have been dried. Now, pre-made products can get kind of pricey, especially if you are trying to provide them for the whole family. If it's just you, Mm -hmm. it's, you know, totally doable. But if you're doing it for the whole family, especially if they're supposed to take like two gummies at a time or something, it just really adds up. So my preference are the gummies. My kids really like the taste. They're super convenient. There's no mess at all. They can, you know, just get one out of the container and I don't have to clean anything. The syrup, if you buy it in the store, it's good because you can get it at a pharmacy. You don't have to make your own, but that can get really pricey and the gummies can get really pricey. So making your own is definitely the most affordable option, but it can be a little bit intimidating, especially if you're like, well, I don't know. Like, I just want to kind of dabble in this. I just want to try it. I'm not so confident about the flavor. I don't want to have a bunch of ingredients on hand that I don't actually end up ever making it again or using it up. I don't want the expense of a bunch of different ingredients. So there are these elderberry syrup kits that you can buy. They're put out by the company Lexi Naturals, and they're just $10, $9.99 for a kit. And in the kit, you will get enough dried elderberries and some other like supplemental ingredients like cinnamon, cloves, a few other things. And you just simmer that on the stove. You put it all together. All you have to do is add water. Then you're going to strain it out. Add some honey that is not included in the kit. So you're responsible for water and honey. And then you're left with almost about three cups worth of elderberry syrup for just the cost of the kit plus the honey. And that is a really affordable way to just experiment and try it out. Yeah, it really is. I've made it myself. It is not hard. Basically, if you can simmer something on the stove, you can make your own elderberry syrup. And I love getting it in a kit because not only can it be a little intimidating, as we get further and further into cold and flu season, it gets harder and harder to find elderberries, whether you're, you know, looking on Amazon or Mountain Rose Herbs or wherever your usual place is, it gets harder and harder to find them because so many people are like, all right, I got to get serious about the elderberries now. So yeah, I love those kits. And this is a great time to stock up on those for sure. Okay, I'm also a really big believer in just like shocking your system with vitamin C at the first sign of a sniffle. I like those emergency packets. There's lots and lots and lots of ways that you can get vitamin C into your life. 
But I like those packets because you just mix them up in water. It's a little fizzy, a little fruity. You drink it and you get this really strong dose of vitamin C to get in there and start supporting your immune system because that's really what it's all about. Oh, speaking of your immune system, let me back up a minute because I want to say for both respiratory stuff and digestive bugs, two of the very, very, very best things that you can do that are almost free. Number one, all the hand washing. Just wash your hands as often as you think about it. I have my kids wash their hands the minute they get home from school. That's a rule in our family also. Yes, you just never know what is on your hands. So except for the price of the soap that you're using at the sink, (laughs) that's almost free. And the other big, big, big thing, and this is so hard because this is something that goes hand in hand with cold and flu season, with kids being back in school is sugar. Like we're getting ready to prepare for the holidays. My kids somehow are getting sugar all the time at school, like in classes, treats or whatever. If you can cut back on sugar, you don't have to cut it out completely, but sugar definitely depresses your immune system. So the more you can cut back on sugar, and especially if you feel like you're coming down with a cold, that's a great time to cut down on sugar right then so that you can give your immune system the best chance to fight it off. So that's totally free to you. But emergency for vitamin C is my favorite. Do you have a go-to vitamin C thing? Okay, or? this is a confession. I don't really do much with vitamin C. I do not have a okay. go-to. And this is so basic. Like, I feel like everybody knows you need vitamin C when you're getting sick. <laughs> and it's just something I haven't gotten into. So I'm taking all the notes, Meg. You're schooling me here today. Okay, Tell me everything. Yes. Well, and then the next thing too about the emergency is that you can just get a box of it in the coming packets. I just keep it in our little first aid box. So as opposed to, you know, keeping, we don't really drink a lot of juice or juice ever. So we never have orange juice on hand, which is a great source of vitamin C. But this is just so easy and you just mix it up for whoever needs it. Now, my kids don't really like it. Kyle doesn't really like it. I think it tastes good. What's wrong with me? I don't know. But that's a good one. Okay, another one that my kids absolutely will not do, but Kyle and I are huge believers in, is doing a nasal rinse at the very first sign of a sniffle or a sore throat. So a nasal rinse, you may know this in the form of like a neti pot. I've never used a neti pot specifically. We have a nasal rinse that's a bottle with a spray top Mm -hmm. from Neil Med, I think is the company. We each have one. They come with little saline packets, basically. And you mix it all up in the bottle and you lean over the sink and spray it up your nose and it runs out your mouth and it's really disgusting. It either comes out of your mouth or the other (laughs) nostril. Yeah. Like you got to get it up in there. I know, but if it's your mouth, I think you're doing it wrong. Like it's supposed to... No, that's how you're supposed to do it. No, it's supposed to come out the other nose, the other side of your nostril. Everything's connected in the back. And so if you want it to be all clear back there then that's doing it right you're doing it wrong it does not come out your mouth (laughs) am i doing it wrong i don't know i've been doing this for like 10 years so (laughs) yeah i don't know well awesome to you weigh in am i are kyle and i the weirdos here or is this not supposed to happen okay you do it through one nostril and then if you make the k sound if you do that it does something to kind of like close things off so that it runs out the opposite nostril and it does not go in your mouth. Huh. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to try it. After we're done recording, I'm going to go in the bathroom. I'm going to try it. I'll test okay, the Okay, so now I have not used this mechanism that you're talking about. I have used something. It was to kind of like pour into my nose. It was like a makeshift 
neti pot. It was not a neti pot. I like made it up. But I pour it into my nose and then it like runs out the other side. It can be difficult if you're like super congested. Yeah. That it might not come out very well, but I've never had it run into my mouth on purpose. Okay. This okay. is very interesting. <laughs> I'm like, push pause. I got to do some research. No, we won't do it right now. But I do want to hear from you, Awesoms. Who are you, Team Rebecca? Or team Megan? <laughs> I mean, maybe I'm the wrong one. I don't do it on a very regular basis. Maybe it's not disgusting, but I think that sounds like things I don't oh, want running into my mouth. It's fully disgusting. There's no doubt about that. I hate it, but it works for sure. Okay. The main thing too with the respiratory stuff with the congestion and the drainage, you just want to get it out of your body because the more it's in there, the higher chance you have of getting a sinus infection and feeling really miserable and you know, needing to make a trip to the doctor and all of that. So we try to stay on top of that as a preventative when we very first feel it coming on. You can also use it as a treatment then when if you do go ahead and come down with something. Yeah. And this is something that I've even just learned more recently with one of my kids that they would be getting cold, but then things would get kind of lodged in there. Mm -hmm. And they're having a lot harder time of getting rid of it. And so my doctor even just recommended a nasal spray of like a saline oh, yeah. mist to go up the nose. And we've started using that and it has made a big difference in just keeping everything kind of moist and moving. And maybe that goes into your mouth a little bit. I don't, I don't know if it's different than like, yeah. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> don't you feel like you get that like sort of salty taste when you do it? I don't know. Well, Is there something wrong with my anatomy? That's like, what we're saying. <laughs> okay, but I'm picturing you like pouring water and having it like pouring out of your mouth. I mean, I feel like sometimes it does, but yeah, not every okay. time. Mostly it comes out your nostril. Okay. Well, I think we need to move on from the whole mouth-nostril <laughs> debate. Apologies <laughs> to anyone who's eating right now. We did not give you a content warning. I'm so sorry. But I guess I'm just reaffirming what you were saying, that really keeping things kind of moving and preventing yes. things from really getting clogged up in there is super beneficial and helpful. Yeah. And a saline spray is another very, very simple solution. I always forget about that. Like you were talking about forgetting about vitamin C. I always forget how simple it is to do a saline spray for yourself, for your kids, even for your babies. They can have a little squirt of saline when they're getting congested. So, and of course, for your babies, you can also do the nose Frida, where you suck the mucus right out their nose, which really does work. It's not as gross as it seems. It is like a vacuum cleaner. It's like a little nasal vacuum cleaner. And it can really provide them some relief with their feeling a little congested. Another thing, definitely not for babies, or maybe for babies, I guess it depends on how old your baby is and how much they're eating, but we will do spicy foods, especially stuff with cayenne, maybe even mix some cayenne in with tea or something, anything that's, again, going to activate that nasal passage to start moving things out. You know, there's some foods that you eat and then you're like, oh my gosh, where's my napkin? My nose is running everywhere. Right. Kind yeah. of thing. So that's another good preventative. And then another one is to eliminate dairy as much as possible. If you are coming down with or have a cold, have a respiratory thing, because dairy really activates the production of phlegm, mucus, basically. And so if you are feeling a little congested, if you feel like you're getting stopped up, eliminate dairy right away, not forever, but just while you're fighting this off, because it's going to, again, support your body in fighting this thing off. So those are some of my preventatives. Do you have some to add to that list? Do you have, I mean, one thing that we, I know we're going to talk about is essential oils. And you and I both really love the Kids Safe line from Plant Therapy. Have you used any of their specific, like, I'm trying to think of the names. They all have like cute little names, like germ blocker and stuff like that. Have right. you used any yeah. of those? 
in terms of like if your kids are kind of getting sick? Yes, there are several from the Kids Safe line that I really like. And again, I like their Kids Safe line. It's geared towards kids ages two to 10, but it can also be used beyond age 10. Oh, totally. But the main idea is that, you know, essential oils, although they're natural, they're also very powerful and that sometimes they're not suited for little bodies. And right. so what you use in an adult should not be used necessarily on an infant. And so I really appreciate the Kids Safe line because I feel like the need to, this is going to sound like a cop out, but the need to research like every little single thing has kind of already been taken care of when it has that kid safe label on it. I know that I can use it with confidence that it's appropriate for children. And they have several blends that you can get that do have these kinds of cutesy names that kind of talk about what they're used for. So I'm a big fan of Immune Boom, just to kind of help boost your immune system. If somebody is sick, we use a lot of Germ Destroyer on anybody who is sick. It's basically the equivalent to like a Thieves from Young Living or, mm -hmm. you know, any other kind of germ destroying type of blend from other companies as well. And then the rest of the family will maybe use Immune Boom if somebody else is sick. They get Germ Destroyer. We get Immune Boom. I really like their Sniffle Stopper yes. oil for preventing those little sniffles. I also really like the Tummy All Better oil. And this is helpful for you know, nausea, or if anybody just kind of has like cramps or like an upset stomach, sometimes there's not really much that you can do in that circumstance. But I find that my kids feel heard. Yes. <laughs> and that their needs are being met if I can like rub a little oil on them. It's like, well, lay down, try to go to the bathroom, but there's really nothing I can do for you. Let's just like wait and see. But the oil kind of makes them feel like, okay, mom did something. So there's yes. hope that I'm getting better. It's so true. It really is. And with kids, I think that's a big part of it is just they feel like something is helping them. So I think that's really good. Let's go ahead and talk about since we're talking about holds, you know, respiratory viruses, those types of things. Let's talk about if you actually do come down with it, if you fully come down with it, what are some things that we can do to, you know, really treat it? And certainly that the kids safe sniffle stopper from plant therapy, I think is actually really effective. It's one that I like to keep on hand for sure. Some of the other ones, again, keeping up with the nasal rinse, I cannot get my kids to do this for the life of me. They are like, no, that's crazy. We refuse, even though we're trying to tell them it'll help you. I've talked about on the show before, we make this thing yeah, that we yeah. call potion. It's really simply equal parts lemon juice, apple cider vinegar, and honey. You mix it up as a concentrate and then you put some, you dilute it in hot water to taste. I like it strong because I love tart flavors. And this is like with the apple cider vinegar and the lemon juice, it is really tart. Everyone else in my family hates it. I can barely get them to drink it, but it does help. The thing about when you have a cold, like you were just saying, there's only so much that you can do to soothe the symptoms of it, you know? And this particularly, I think if you have a sore throat, like if I have a sore throat, I almost crave having right. some of this potion. Yeah. There's probably really a name for it. I don't know what it is. Okay, so yes. So this potion is something I think is so effective. My family hates it. But if I can get them to just sip on it a little bit, it really is very soothing. Another thing that I have found to be very helpful. Now, this is something that you would not want to use around babies. Or toddlers, but if you have older kids, it is safe for older kids and totally safe for grownups. Young Living has a blend called Raven. I think it may have eucalyptus in it, wintergreen, some other things like that that really clear out 
respiratory passages. So my kids, when they get colds, Daisy and the twins, all three of those kids have very, very sensitive like respiratory tracks, I guess. When they get a cough, it's not just like a little cough. It like goes full blown, crazy, barking, hacking cough. Okay. And so I will diffuse this overnight in their room when they come Mm. down with a cold and cough. And I promise it really does. For my kids, it really does at least shorten the length of the cough and brings them some, especially, you know, coughs get so bad at night. And I think it helps with that, you know, coughing flare up that a lot of kids get at night. So yes, yes, they do. Yes. It's not one that I hear talked about very often. I happen to use it. I was just, you know, doing a little light research. This was actually last spring. The twins had both come down with a really bad cough. And I checked to make sure it was okay to use for them and ran it in the diffuser in the room overnight as they were getting over it. And it really did make a big difference. So. Speaking of overnight, one last thing that we do, I know this is such an old wives tale, but it's an old wives tale for a reason, because I think it really does work, is we will put Vicks on our feet or on the feet of our kids at night. Vicks VapoRub, the old fashioned that's been around for forever. We put it on their feet, put socks on top of it to keep it on there. And there is something about that. On your feet at night, I don't know if it's like some kind of, I've been joined by my co-host Nico, everybody. So <laughs> he's looking at himself in the mirror as we talk. Very fascinated with what she's we're so doing cute. here. Anyway, I know it sounds crazy, but I really do think that it really works. <laughs> so those are some of our things. That's my toolbox for fighting back against a cold and respiratory virus. I love it. I love it. You have such wisdom here and so many things I have not tried. I don't know what my problem is. (laughs) Well, I think that's a good reason that we're doing this in September is so that people can start to kind of really like literally stock their toolboxes for the upcoming onslaught of every little germ that's going to come our way. Awesomes, we all know that one of our most important responsibilities as a parent is to prepare them for the future. And you guys, it's actually super awesome to be able to empower our kids to be creative, confident, and fearless in their endeavors with KiwiCo's innovative projects. KiwiCo creates super cool hands-on projects for kids to make learning about STEAM fun. STEAM is that area that covers everything from science to technology, engineering, art, and math. And their boxes are designed by experts and tested by kids. No need to research or worry about gathering all of your supplies. I love that KiwiCo has seven lines to choose from for kids of all ages, from birth, that's right, little tiny babies all the way up to 16 and beyond. One of the crates we got is the Tinker Crate. It helps young innovators discover and learn about science. My 12-year-old AJ tore right into that box and ended up creating her brand new trash ball project. That's what it says you would think it's going to. She can shoot her trash right through the basketball hoop on this trash can. She made it in, I don't know, probably less than an hour. And she had so much fun putting it together. And she was so proud of herself when she was done. And it's so easy to get your kids signed up for these as well. KiwiCo is a convenient and affordable way to encourage your children to be anything they want to be. There's no commitment. You can cancel anytime. Monthly options start at $19.95 a month, including shipping. So awesome. Go to KiwiCo.com slash awesome to get your first month free. 
Every day counts when it comes to making a difference, so don't miss out on this amazing opportunity. Again, go to KiwiCo.com slash awesome and get your first month free. That's KiwiCo.com slash awesome. Hey, Awesomes, saving money on award-winning wine you're guaranteed to love has never been easier than with First Leaf. Now, unlike other wine clubs that guess about your favorite wines, First Leaf uses your feedback and ratings to curate wine selections personalized to your unique tastes. First Leaf is so confident in the quality of their wine, they even have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. That means if you're not feeling a particular bottle of wine, First Leaf will cover it completely. We just opened our second big shipment from First Leaf. You guys, I cannot believe how much wine you get for such an amazing price point. I got started by taking the First Leaf Wine Quiz to assess my exact wine drinking preferences. They ask you about how much sweetness you like in your wine, wine styles, even how adventurous of a wine drinker you are. They learn all about what you like. Then First Leaf creates an introductory six pack of wine, all for $29.95. Seriously, you guys, an introductory six pack of wine for $29.95. These are bottles of wine that normally go for at least $20 a piece. When our shipment arrived, we tasted them. We rated them online. First Leaf took our ratings and selected unique wines based on our tastes for our next shipment. In fact, First Leaf sends out more than 17,000 unique shipments of wine every month because everyone's tastes are different. Try First Leaf Wine Club today where buying great wine is simple. Sign up with our special link and you'll get an exclusive intro offer for yourselves, six bottles of wine for only $29.95 plus free shipping. Just go to tryfirstleaf.com slash awesome and that's six bottles of wine for only $29.95 plus free shipping at tryfirstleaf.com slash awesome. Talk to me about digestive issues. Okay, so the dreaded tummy bug. My gosh, it's the worst. Don't you just hate it? Like, especially when you do have kids, you know that once the first kid throws up, like, it's over. Oh, it's just a matter of time. Just They're all like time. ticking time bombs. And if they can't make it into a trash can yet or oh the toilet, gosh. you're just on your knees praying all day long. <laughs> Please. Please don't throw up oh, on the carpet. <laughs> it's so bad. I hate it. I hate it. So some good preventatives for tummy bugs. Number one, probiotics are really, really great for keeping your digestive health well, healthy. You can do probiotics for everybody in your family. They make them for infants. I've had Nico on one since he was born. You can do them for kids. They make them special kids lines. You can do them as grownups. Really, most of us should probably be taking a probiotic most of the time anyway, just to keep our gut healthy and to help not come down with these things. And it does a variety of other great things for your body as well. Are you guys a probiotics family? Well, yes and no. I believe in them. I want to use them on a more regular basis. But part of it is just prioritizing right. the finances of it. Because really good ones can be yes. really expensive. And so we always do a probiotic if anybody has yes. taken an antibiotic for any reason to kind of rebuild that gut health because antibiotics will not just take care of all of the bad bacteria, but they will also yes. eliminate the good. And so we do take a probiotic after that, but we haven't done it as just overall yeah. preventative I know. health. That is a very good point. They are expensive. Like you said, the good ones, the good ones you usually need to keep in the refrigerator the really good high quality ones. So yeah, it can definitely be a matter of financially prioritizing those. So 
if you know there's a stomach bug going around or you've been exposed to it, it's not a bad idea to get those going for sure. The other one, okay, this one I have not tried, but people swear by it, is if you've been exposed to the tummy bug, start drinking 100% grape juice. Have you heard of this? Oh, my word. Yes, I have heard of this. And I have such mixed feelings about it. Because number one, if this really works, then yes, I will 1000% do it. But what if it doesn't work? And then you're throwing up grape juice? Like that's the last thing that I want a kid to throw up is grape juice. I know it feels like such a gamble. I can't wrap my brain around that around the possibility of Grape juice throw up on the carpet, grape juice throw up in the bed. I just no, I know. I think that's why I haven't <laughs> tried it. Plus, all juices obviously have a lot of sugar in it. And I'm like really big on let's cut back on sugar. Now, I understand this is not saying that you have to drink it all the time. But people swear that if you've been exposed to it, I've heard that it's not effective once you actually are actively sick. If you're throwing up or having diarrhea, forget it. It's too late. But if you've been exposed to it, if you get home from a kid's birthday party, and the mom texts, oh, no, so-and-so threw up after everybody left, and they didn't know so-and-so was sick. You know, if you know you've been exposed to it, maybe try it. I never have, but that has a lot of enthusiastic fans. So I know. I need people to convince me to give it a go. I just really am terrified of somebody throwing up grape juice. I no. so oh, my gosh. <laughs> it feels like such a nightmare. Okay. Yeah. But... When somebody does throw up. So these are some little hacks okay, that I yes. have. And I want to hear yours. We definitely use, like I mentioned before, the Kids Safe line of plant therapies, essential oils, tummy all better, and germ destroyer, or just any general essential oils help. But hack-wise, we throw up in buckets that are lined in old, empty grocery bags. Yeah. So you will put the grocery bag in, and then when somebody throws up, you throw it away and just put it in a new bag. I don't think this is very revolutionary, but I have talked to multiple people that have said, oh, why don't I do that? That's a good idea. I've been like rinsing and washing out the bucket or the bowl every time. That's such a brilliant idea. And so I'm just throwing it out there. I don't think this is newsworthy, but for some, it might be. Stop washing the throw up out of your bucket and just put a bag in it. And sometimes I will double bag it. I definitely check to be sure that there's not any holes in the grocery bag because that definitely happens and you don't want that. But that really helps. And then for my little ones who sometimes maybe aren't super consistent with hitting a bucket when they need to, I put down old towels. I have some of our old towels that I just keep stacked in the basement just for this purpose. And then if somebody's sick, we make a bed on the couch. I put old towels down around on the ground underneath the bucket or on the floor underneath the bucket. If somebody is throwing up, then that night I will have towels along their bed on the floor and anybody else in the house. <laughs> I just do it as preventative. So if Noah threw up, then Grace gets a bucket too, as well as some towels and we kind of clear the space. I don't know if anybody else's families have like things all over the floor in their bedrooms. <laughs> but I clear the space, move things out. Anything I don't want to be hit with vomit, <laughs> I move out of the way just as a full preventative. And lastly, I will say that a little hack for us has been grocery store pickup or delivery can really just be a lifesaver. This past winter, we had a case where Noah was throwing up, Grace threw up, and Nate was also feeling sick. 
and in bed. And I was just like, okay, it is a matter of time. We are all going to be trapped in this house. I need some new supplies. So what I did is I placed a Walmart pickup order. My brother-in-law volunteered to go get it for me. I called Walmart to let them know that it was going to be somebody else coming because normally you check in on your app to say when you're coming. I told him to say that it's under my name and he came and he dropped things off on my porch, didn't even have to come into the danger zone. And there it was. He was so happy to help. But of course, you can also do a lot of options. There's lots of options these days now for actual delivery of your groceries as well. But this really worked well for us and saved totally the day. does. I mean, listen, pickup and delivery has been saving my life under normal circumstances so much lately. But yes, if you cannot get to the store, if you don't have family or friends who can get to the store for you, it is such a lifesaver. Absolutely, it is. And to go back to the towels thing, I do the same thing because even for my big kids, if there's even a chance they're going to throw up in their bed, I move them. We call them pallets. I think this is a regional thing. Not everybody calls <laughs> making a bed on the floor a pallet, but we basically build this. So we just do old blankets, old towels, old pillows, and build a little floor bed for whoever's sick because trying to clean up, throw up out of the furniture or out of mattresses is, gosh, it's such a nightmare. I hate it so much. So if you can just move them down to the floor into things that are relatively easy to wash, especially for your little kids who cannot tell you that they're about to throw up, they don't know what's happening, toddlers, oh my gosh, a toddler with a tummy bug, is there anything worse on this planet? <laughs> nope. So nope. awful. <laughs> so we do that too. I do not normally and regularly have bleach in my house. We keep some in the basement for things that, you know what, we can be as crunchy as we want to be, but sometimes you just got to bust out the bleach. And so I will also, in right. addition to everything that you said, I will get a bleach bucket going so that after every throw up episode with, we don't use a bucket, we have a throw up bowl, but I'll put bags in there. So after you get okay, rid yeah. of the vomit and get them all kind of soothed, I almost make like a six station for whoever's sick. So it'll have like their throw up bowl, but also have paper towels to kind of clean their face up. And I'll keep something to drink and like a disposable cup nearby so they can rinse their mouth out after they throw up. Just little things like that. So I make like a little station, but then I get to work with, I put on cleaning gloves and take that bleach bucket that has diluted bleach in it and start cleaning all of the surfaces, clean, you know, where I have been, where they have been, all of the things so that we can try to keep the germs down. The tummy bug is like the most, like you can just say the words tummy bug and somebody's going to come down with it. It's so contagious. Yeah, I'm already kind of like feeling like just by recording this podcast in my house, I've somehow contaminated my house. I agree. <laughs> I really have been feeling like the sense of dread. I don't know if like listeners can tell, but I kind of feel like the energy between us has maybe gone down, <laughs> that we're kind of like getting more and more depressed. Yeah. I've honestly been thinking, are we doing a good job recording this episode? But I think that's really what it is, is that this is just like, it's this oppressive spirit yes. that is like hovering over know, us as we talk about this. We're a long, long way from what direction right now, you guys. <laughs> oh, I know. Remember the 
beginning of the episode, yes. we were all so happy and giggly. Now we're cleaning and now up we're cute here. And other oh, this is, I don't know. This was a good idea. Oh my gosh. Okay, so those are the big things. I think, you know, just having a protocol for your family, if you have kids, even just for yourself, like if you can set up, if you get come down with it, with whatever energy you can summon, setting up a six station for yourself. I mean, it's awful. And the thing is, you just got to like hunker down and get through it. Activated charcoal, I think those activated charcoal pills can help shorten the duration. Once you get sick, it can also be used as a preventative. And then once you do have it, you want to keep your electrolytes up. Some people like Gatorade. I think coconut water is a good one to restore electrolytes. You can also make your own electrolytes at home. I didn't know this until like maybe last year. It's just a blend of salt and then whatever they used to make like salt alternatives, like new salt or whatever. You blend that together with water and keep it in a pitcher in your refrigerator and you have your own electrolytes that you can make at home. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I'll put a recipe for that that's super simple so you can get the right measurements and stuff. But you want to keep your electrolytes up. My mom and probably lots of our parents always gave us 7-Up or Sprite or whatever when we were sick. And that can be great. But again, it does have sugar in it, which not only works against your immune system, but also can just actually just the sugar itself can make you more sick sometimes when you already have a tummy bag. So, you know, your mileage may vary on whether or not you want to do a sugary pop. But sometimes it's just comforting to have a sip of cold Sprite when you're sick. So it's kind of a toss up for me. And of course, as you're recovering, you want to keep it simple on your foods. There's the traditional brat diet, bananas, rice, applesauce, toast, just to kind of ease back into things. I think with kids too, and listen, I've done this myself, you start to feel better. You've been so, so, so sick. You start to feel better, but then you get back into eating regular food too soon. And then you kind of have a second flare up and that's never fun. So I think the appetite always comes back before the ability to actually yes, stomach it all. that is yeah. so, so, so accurate. Okay, those are some of our suggestions. Some of the things that we have found work for our families. You know what we were talking about, and I didn't get a chance to do this, but I wanted to ask some of our awesomes who have different life circumstances than us. Like if you're single and you only need to worry about getting yourself better, like what are some of the things that you do to get ready for cold and flu in tummy bug season. If you're a working parent and not only if you have a kid sick, does that affect, you know, your kid and your family's health, but also like your work life. So we're definitely going to take to social media this week to ask for some of you all who are in different life circumstances than where we are, because Rebecca and I are, you know, we're in the trenches of parenting with little kids at home. But we want to hear from you all. What does it look like to prepare for and recover from getting sick in your life for sure? One last thing before we go, you guys stay tuned to Sort of Awesome Social Media because I found a very, very funny thing that talks about the intersection of sickness and the Enneagram, Rebecca, believe it or not. Oh, it I cannot wait to hear it. Them, <laughs> it's just a humorous take on when each of the types get sick, like how they deal with sickness. And it's really funny. So I'm going to put that on social media this week as well so you all can enjoy it. It's true. All right. So speaking of social media, Rebecca, remind the Awesomes of where we can find you all around the web. Well, you can find my blog at simplyrebecca.com. That's where I talk a lot about parenthood and homemaking, things like that. And then you can also find me on social media on Facebook and Instagram at Simply Rebecca. Okay, you can find me on social media at Sorta Awesome Med. 
The show is over on Instagram at Sorta Awesome Show, and you can find us on Twitter at Sorta Awesome Pod. Awesomes, we're sending you all of the good, strong immunity vibes that we have for sure, but hopefully this, this little survival guide will get you through the sickness season ahead. So you all, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see y'all next time. Sorta Awesome was created and is hosted by me, Meg Teets. Sarah Robertson is our assistant producer, and production collaboration comes from Kelly Gordon and Rebecca Hoffer. Kelly Gordon is our digital media producer, and we are so thankful for the ongoing support from our listener supporters. Music is provided by the band Prager. You can find more of Prager's music at pragermusic.com. To find show notes on this and every episode of Sorta Awesome, and also to spread the Sorta Awesome love to all of your friends, you can head on over to sortaawesomeshow.com. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.